You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey guys, this is Malia here as usual, and today uh, Pastor Matt is with us. Hello. And we have a special guest, uh, first time on Absolutely. the B-Side, we have Philip Close. Welcome. Um, Wait, Phillip. did you just say welcome oh to yourself? Gosh, I did. <laughs> you know I don't do this. He's like, welcome, welcome. to me. Yeah, because um, that's what it's all about. Is right, he? right. <laughs> yes, first time. First time he's, for everything. Aw, he's a podcast newbie. Yeah. <laughs> Making, not listening. I like me some JD. Well, we're glad you're here. Yes, yes. yes. Philip, um, just really briefly, Uh-oh. just for those people who may not know you as well in the church or for anyone listening that just doesn't know who Philip Close is. Oh, <laughs> Can you just give us a real brief, like, out. who are you? How long have you been going yeah. coming to Blessed Hope? So my ha- my wife, Haley, and I, we have our two daughters, Nora and Audrey. We've been here forever. I don't even, I'm not even trying. Since to the cottage, right? Yeah, since the cottage. And so we've served a lot That's of stuff. That's like 15, 16 yeah, years. Yeah. You're not that old. I am old. Yeah, you so were you, a, you, you were came a as a kid. You know how old yeah. I am? I am turning 30 this year. Well, that I'm, is how old I I'm am. I'm turning 45, so <laughs> it's all a matter of perspective, my friend. <laughs> but yeah, so we've been here for a long time. That was high school, obviously. Then we came back after school. We've been in Venton for about four years now after we moved to Dyser when we first got married. But we've been here for a long time. Been serving a lot of different things. I'm personally on the tech team. And what else do I do? I help Matt out when he doesn't have his clicker working. <laughs> Which happens a lot. He messes with it, I think. You it lead, works every time. You lead small groups. Oh, yeah, and small groups. We have our small yeah. group. Help with whenever there's a, yeah, we have a, a physical need somebody yes. has. The yeah, you call my husband. and yeah. Moving furniture. <laughs> like the unofficial up. internals needs team that's yeah. kind of gone yeah. away. Yeah. There's been people messaging me. I'm like, well, I guess we're doing stuff. So yeah. Scott's the first person I call. I'm like, hey, you're <laughs> he helping. can't tell you I'm no. like, you can't. No. <laughs> So he kind of nice that. to have he's people like, that can't say like, no. Yeah. I just can't tell Philip no. 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 And as soon as Philip knows that, that's yeah. why he's the like, first. Scott, yeah. It's more like, hey Scott, we're doing this Saturday, just so you know. But, and you have you have two girls. I'm reminded yes, right now because I'm looking at your fingernails. My pink fingernail polish that the five year old did. Yeah. And she told me she puts it on. This was the last time. This is the second time I've had fingernail polish. Aww. More manly. Last time was blue. Okay. And she's like, you need to take that to work. Everybody will think it's so pretty, but she doesn't understand that in jail, people might not. (laughs) I don't know why. That's funny. You're a good dad. Yes. Yeah. We have a couple of rugrats. We just had good conferences last night. Oh, yeah. I heard a little bit. The the teacher was more impressed with the two-year-old than the (laughs) five-year-old. She's like, she's already potty trained. I'm like, yeah. We started talking. She's talking like a four-year-old. I'm like, yeah, she gives us a bunch of attitude like she's 13. That's funny. Yeah, it just keeps on. But yeah, and then Haley, (laughs) she serves in a lot of stuff or has served. She's on the worship team now, helps with the kids' ministry. And yeah, we're both small group leaders. We've done some classes ourselves together. And now, I don't know about your guys' small groups, we are just finishing up these next two weeks. We're doing two service projects. No, that's that's good. You know what? So we decided that our small group just wasn't going to end. 
Yeah. Um, we've good. been having a good time. So we decided that we would meet instead of every week like we've been doing for two semesters mm-hmm. now. Oh, yeah. That we are just going to keep meeting every other week until the fall. Good. Um, because, you know... Why not? We're having a if whole it, lot of fun being together, and it doesn't interfere um, with schedules. We're gonna, awesome. Good. so we're just gonna that means keep you guys going. Are clicking and yeah, you know yep. what? It's been a whole lot of fun. I don't think we have an end goal in sight, but I think we're gonna go to monthly meetings. Our yeah. group, yeah, just yes. to hang out, and uh, you know, new groups will start, and then we want to encourage mm-hmm. people to commit yeah. to a new group, and sure. so we'll do yeah. that. But until then, yeah, yeah it makes sense Absolutely. just to keep going. That, that Christian fellowship is so yeah. critically important. Yeah, I um, feel like because our group has been done for two weeks now, and, and I just, already I just messaged draws. your ha- sister, and I was like, I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> like, I feel like, how are you? I think it was the first Sunday after that. Haley's like, it feels weird not having a small yeah, group. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I talk to your wife almost daily. <laughs> about the same. Like. I talk to your husband. So. <laughs> you know, it's hard though. It, it, it does make you wonder how people do it. I know. Without, like the Christian life in yeah. particular, right? Yeah. Like we need people to do life, but mm-hmm. the Christian life in particular needs like-minded yeah. people. Um, and so when you don't have that, it gets real hard. And so the it fact... It would be that, so lonely. Right. The fact that you're a week, two weeks done <laughs> and you're <laughs> craving that and the fact yeah. that our group is like, no, we got to keep it going because we just don't mm-hmm. want to be without, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it makes me, it makes my heart hurt a little bit for people that are yeah. part of the church but aren't part mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And so here's a plug for groups, right? It's not what we're talking about That's, today yeah. topically, right. but man, just, <laughs> so just to, 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 it's so worth and, it. and you know, the thing about community in the church is that it's one thing to say, Oh, I want community. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to actively create community. Yeah. And so, yep. you know, rather than sitting, rather than sitting yeah. back and waiting for somebody else to, to come and invite you into community, like create it. Yeah. Ask people for coffee or, can we talk or, Hey, what would you think about getting together? Or if there's a group that's going, Hey, can I jump in? Like, like, I mean, all of that is acceptable. And when you create it, it's just, it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But that's not the point. And yeah. So we got off topic already. Today we are oh, continuing kind of diving deeper in our sermon series. Philip brought copious notes. I, uh, we're going <laughs> to, are you saying I didn't? <laughs> I'm saying you did. You're like on your phone, like I was going to say stuff. because I was saying you must not have listened I'm when I had my little. Uh, how much you prepared? Yeah, because I, you know, how I keep notes on my phone. Yes. So, but no, I really um, didn't have. Any, so any we notes. are going to be diving into what Matt nine and really? ten. Well, ten. More really, ten. really, really. First Corinthians ten. ten, right? We talked about eight and nine last time, okay. and we just got done preaching this this last three weeks. This chunk of. Uh, 1 Corinthians 8, 9, and 10, and how all of that ties together. Uh, And and Paul sums it up with some real clear warnings um, and encouragements about idol worship. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, that that seems to be the the thrust of where he's going in 10 is, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you've got freedoms, but if your freedoms turn into idols, then you've completely steered the wrong direction and you've missed the importance and 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 the goal of your freedoms sure right because our freedoms are supposed to bring us closer to jesus right and and to help us serve and love jesus better uh and enjoy this life that he's given us but when our freedoms lead us to idol worship then that gets us bound up again right 
right? And, and so I think we just don't understand necessarily. Sometimes we think that the more freedom we have, the more free we'll be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, the more freedom we take that's wrong, the more we end up in chains. And sure. so um, this I, th- that's Paul's warning here is really appropriate, not just for the church mm-hmm. then, but for us today. Yeah, it was a big chunk. Yeah. It was a big chunk. This week to get How long did I go, Malia? Um, I think the second service you were a little shorter because that's the one I used to edit. It was, as well. and I think it was just under fifty minutes. All right, it was so, like 49 minutes, I, so I it was a little so it's longer shorter for some of them. I know. I, I was trying to make it shorter, but man, it just kept going, and there's a lot of verses. To I know. Get through. I, I know. I mm-hmm. definitely was like, oh, he's running out of time, and we're only to like you know verse nineteen. Well, but <laughs> I knew those last seven were summative. <laughs> yeah. The last yeah. seven were summative, and so we could focus on the first 23. <laughs> That's why you should be on the tech team, because then you can gauge it by the first service. Like, oh, he's running ahead. He's behind. And then it's yeah, like, yeah. So and, I'm curious, Philip, are you enjoying this series, like going verse by verse yes, for the most part? Yeah. It's awesome just... What I like about it is that the whole church is doing it, and that you're really you know, having these journals to really challenge people to... In whatever way, I mean, just having those people come up and say, hey, this is how I study is just Mm -hmm. awesome for so many different people and to see the different ways of, all right, it's not just opening up your book and your Bible and reading it. There's a lot of ways to apply this to your life, whether it's note taking or whether I know I I really liked how Jill was talking about. She's like, I read it to myself and I do a lot of different things before I really even, you know, listen to it. And so Mm -hmm. it's just great to do that. But definitely hope we have more like these in the future. Did you, so what kinds of things as you were reading through um, this week's chunk of text um, and then sitting, you know, you get to sit through the sermon two times yeah, <laughs> when you're fun. serving up there. It's, it's um, so, I'm so sure touching. it sparked a lot of yes. like thoughts and questions. So what do you got for us, Philip? All right. So let me make sure I'm in the right chapter. But <laughs> it, for me, it's probably more towards the end of chapter 10, starting in 23. But just, I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. And I feel like that's kind of what you're talking mm-hmm. about when we give, are given freedoms. Mm-hmm. And no one should seek their own good but the good of others. And so it's just really important that, uh, you know, down to 31, that whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, you do it for the glory of God. And then I really kind of liked how you talked about not causing others to stumble. Just that as a church and as a church family, I feel like we have a lot of very mature Christians, Mm -hmm. but it's so important that what you're doing is contributing to others and that you are that example for people to look to. And and the other side of it too, not just like if I had a drink of alcohol that it was going to cause someone, but the other way, like if I vehemently felt opposed to it, that sometimes those um, opinions or feelings could cause someone to stumble. So thinking about things that yeah, absolutely. So I, that that's the thing. I you know I for some people when we start talking about these freedoms and some of that, it can feel so flighty, right? Because what do they want to know? Tell me what's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's a that's a me question. Right. Though, it, too. You know, and and that's the edge of legalism where mm-hmm. where we've got to be real careful because sometimes the answer isn't yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it is, you know, it is necessary for us to try to gauge this, right? Just cause I can, is it good for me? Right. And even if it's good for me, is it still going to be a problem for somebody else? Yeah. And you know, how do I, how do I look at all of that together? And that's why I love the summative statement, right? Whatever you do, if you mm-hmm. eat it, 
or if you don't eat it. Yeah. If you drink or you don't drink, whatever you do, mm-hmm. do it for God's glory because if you're doing it for the glory of God, then you're doing it okay with a caveat. And the caveat is that the assumption is whatever you're doing for the glory of God is something that is acceptable in the first place. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I've had people give me that verse out of context <laughs> as proof that their sin is okay because they're doing it for the glory of God. I mean, you can't do evil for the glory of God. It just does not work. Uh, but but unfortunately, we try to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. You know, we try to do that a lot. And that's, that's we get back to idol worship, right? That's what idolatry is, right? Mm-hmm. Even if we have a what we think is a good perspective on it, mm-hmm. if it's at the center mm-hmm. of my life, then, you know, man, we're, we're in trouble. Yeah. Because you, you, you can't idol worship for the glory right, of God. Right. Um, kind of going back to what you had pointed out, Philip, in like 31, uh, the NLT version I liked because it's just so simple. I don't just do what is best for me. I do what is best for others so that many may be saved. Like so simple. Like I think that goes along to our teaching about preferences and things mm-hmm. like that too. You know, like it's not, not about me. Mm-hmm. And I liked, I think you might've ended a service, a sermon with, well, I have it as a note that you said it, so I don't know okay. when you said it, but don't disqualify yourself and don't. Oh yeah. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I think that was the. Pretty sure you said it this week. Uh, could have been right. I don't know. Oh yeah. Probably I, is I, how we started. Um, cause, cause Paul talked at the end of David's sermon. Mm-hmm. Paul talks about disqualifying himself, and then he says, hey, I, I don't want you um, to, it, at the beginning of 10, he's like, I don't want you to make this mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be careful uh, about how you proceed, because you don't want to get disqualified. And I think, you know, that that's the thing. Honestly, it motivates and it scares me for mm-hmm. myself. Like, uh, when it comes to um, my ministry, and... You know, maybe there's added weight for me because my ministry is vocational and some other things. And, you know, I I, I own this pressure, whether it's real or perceived, but I think it's real that that if I stumble, if Mm -hmm. I not just mess up because I mess up all the time, like that's not even funny. But but if there's some kind of disqualifying sin that it doesn't just hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, right, but it it ruins ministry and it it collateral, collateral devastates mm-hmm. the church yeah. potentially, and it and it it doesn't defame God because God can't be, but it but it causes people to feel like mm-hmm. God has been defrauded, like like it just no. it ultimately mm-hmm. like I you know I I want to be really really careful about no. that, and especially in light of some of the high profile pastors that we have seen disqualify themselves and their entire churches, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, or their entire ministries become disqualified from effective service because of the sin. And so, you know, I I really appreciate Paul's warning there. Um, And I I take it to heart for me. Like, I do not want to ever commit a sin that will disqualify. I don't want to commit any sin, Mm -hmm. but certainly one that will disqualify Mm -hmm. me. 
um, from serving in this role that I'm so blessed to have Mm -hmm. um, and ministering to the people here that I love and that God has given me the privilege of of doing. And so that's... I think that's always there, <laughs> yeah. right? Like it's, it's not fear based, no. um, but it's it's just it's it's it can this, be really heavy. Well, when Paul says, "Man, I don't shadow box," right? I mm-hmm. am not just spinning my wheels. I'm not just punching at the air. He's like, man, what I'm doing is with intentionality, and it's with purpose, and it's with passion because mm-hmm. I don't want to blow it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's yeah, that's that's a big deal. Uh, one thing I liked about this particular part of First uh, Corinthians two is just the um, how he's he's Paul's basically telling the Corinthians like, listen, you know, you have these examples. Mm-hmm. We as a, as Christians, of people of faith, have these yeah. examples. You know, all these stories from the Old Testament, and I, I love that because, and I think it's just another good. Um, place to plug like it, knowing the Old Testament is so important and like we the New Testament is amazing but we can't just live there like mm-hmm. Paul wrote these books like knowing that um, his audience would know the Old Testament they'd be familiar with these stories and then I, I was thinking about um, uh, is it Second Timothy where all scripture is God breathed um, and I was like what scripture did they have then? They had the Old Testament. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. yes, the New Testament is as well, but that's what they would have had when he wrote that, you know? And so just the importance. Yeah, I, I think, you know, what, and what's, what's to add credence to that too, Malia, is mm-hmm. is these were mostly, I, maybe I said this on Sunday, I can't remember, but mm-hmm. these were mostly not Jewish converts. Mm-hmm. These were Gentile converts. Mm-hmm. So part of their, when, when Paul references these things like, as a matter of fact, right? Yeah. And he's not going into great detail about all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just saying matter of factly, like these happened, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so we got to be careful. Yeah. Um, that tells you that this is part of what they were studying at church. Yep. Uh, when they were having their own Bible studies, when they were getting together to study the scriptures and discuss them, this is what they were focused on because they wouldn't have naturally known those. They wouldn't have okay. grown up learning them. Sure. They were learning these as converts coming into the church learning mm-hmm. the history and the stories of of those things and so that's that's part of how that would have worked so um yeah that's that's good encouragement that we should remember that but philip one of the things i remember from sunday um <laughs> like it was so long ago right <laughs> it's tuesday sunday was forever ago one of the things though i remember saying that i thought you know had value was was um this idea of what's at the center of your life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we, we think about idol worship uh, and you've read a lot of extra biblical resources, right? Books yeah. by people that we trust. Uh, I know you've read Kyle Eidelman's like God's at war. God's at war. That's a great one. And I, I know think Timothy Keller's, you just said you read. Yeah. Uh, and then on for those who have right now media, I think there's actually God's at war on yep. there. Study on and there. It's, it's great. It's a, yeah. But yeah. And so there's a lot of things that, from both of those books and even some of the studies with Kyle that just really eat at you to be like, there's a lot in this world that can be an idol. And mm-hmm. it's even innocent enough that it might not be one on purpose, but if you devote enough time to it, it's going to take over your life. And I, I think and, that's the thing that's so weird that people don't always get yeah. is that idols aren't just statues yeah. and idols aren't just, um, you know, false gods mm-hmm. or demons or those yeah. things that we worship, but that idols ultimately 
is anything you put in the center of your life that's that's not Jesus. And so, like that's you know when when you when you read those books or you talk mm-hmm. about those things, you get kind of this extra picture that it's again, as yeah. Paul's saying, it's more dangerous mm-hmm. than you think. Uh, to commit these sins and disqualify yourself. And that was a good thing with God's war, just that study and right now, just because each session was a different person and it was a totally different idol. And it was usually something that started out small and tiny. And then before you know it, it's the only thing in your life. Mm -hmm. And um, we were talking a little bit ago. I was, I don't remember if it was this week or last week's sermon at Summit with J.D. Greer, but they were preaching out, he was preaching out of Luke 23, and I don't even remember the context, but he was talking about, <laughs> I thought it fit perfectly with idolatry, but he was talking about how distractions are sending more people to hell than disbelief is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's just a, mm, like, that's yeah. a great way of looking at idolatry is that, you know, Matt talked about that. We have, he's like, I know so many good Christian people that would not bow down to a statue. And I'm like, yeah, I do too. And then you start talking about what idolatry is, and it's like, well, a lot of those same people, myself included, have been have have done that. You know, you you make these idols that you don't even think of, like, oh, this can't even be an idol. And yeah, mm-hmm. like Tim Keller talked about in Counterfeit Gods, he's like, everything has been and everything will be an idol. Like yeah. it doesn't matter where we're living at what time, where we are. There's a there's something that's going to take over your life. Yeah, right? Matt Matt Chandler was just talking about something similar to that with like Netflix, mm-hmm. and he's like, the enemy is smart. Like he's just like, no, come here, just have your Netflix. Here's mm-hmm. your passy, you know, just numb out to Netflix. <laughs> your passy, like, your passy. Nice. yeah. And I'm like, um, man, that's oh, so it's a good true. thing I don't yeah. spend a lot of time on Netflix. Oh. I preserve yeah. Amazon Prime, <laughs> so I'm good. <laughs> Uh, but but no, we do. We absolutely. Uh-huh. And, it's not but, bad stuff, but man. And no. you know what? So that is, if you go back to Hebrews um, 12, um, you know, when, when the author of Hebrews talks about like, hey, for the joy set before him, Christ endured these things. So what are we supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. We, we remove everything that hinders and the sin that weighs us down. But what I love about that verse is that he breaks them apart. Right, it's not just the sin; it's everything that hinders, and the sin that weighs us down. Because there, there are good things that hinder us. Mm -hmm. Um, And and you're never going to get me. This is where freedoms comes in, right? And really understanding what it means to use our freedoms for the glory of God. Because you're never going to get me to say that TV is sinful. You're never going to get me to say that golf is sinful. Right, you're never going to get me to say that kids' sporting events are are awful. Mm-hmm. Like I'll never say any of those things. Like like they're all good. They're yeah. all we have freedom to enjoy them. But how many people do I know that have um, made an idol out of their kids' athletic mm-hmm. contests? Mm-hmm. Far too many. Mm-hmm. How many people do I know that have made an idol out of golf? Um, a lot. Right. Or that have made an idol out of work or mm-hmm. TV yeah. or and, and that's where it's like, oh, come on. Like, I, I can't tell you it's sinful, mm-hmm. but I can tell you it's not to the glory of God. Yeah. And it becomes an idol. And I think when we get involved in idol worship um, is, is when we we run the risk 
of disqualifying ourselves, mm-hmm. no matter how innocent the idol is. Right. I think some some of them don't hurt as bad, but like on Sunday when you were saying it can be a spouse, yeah. it can be your career, it can be your kids. And I think, oh man, that's so, it, I think that one burns a little bit, but it's so true because... Mm-hmm. Those are things that are good. They're good yes. gifts from God. Yeah. But man. But they're not God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, and that's the rub, right? Like, like yep. that's when we really understand what idol worship is, it's making that our God. And even if we don't intellectually do it, we can do it behaviorally when yeah. we make that thing the center of our universe. Mm-hmm. And um and and so like like Carrie is a great gift from God to mm-hmm. me, my children, a great gift from God, but they're just not God, mm-hmm. right? And and if I start acting like they are the yeah. center of everything, then uh, my relationship with God is going yes. to be weakened. And it's unfair to them. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, ridiculously mm-hmm. uh, unfair because of what I expect from them right. and, mm-hmm. and, and what I consider success and um, yeah, it, we have to be we have to be really mindful of that. And I think um, the the warning I would give for, for people when it comes to idol worship is um, sometimes you have to be brutally honest, mm-hmm. right? Because it's easy to say, "No, I don't worship. I don't yeah. worship any of those things. Mm-hmm. I don't worship my job. I don't worship my my retirement future retirement or my career or my bank account or you know my my kids' soccer." Mm-hmm. But if we're brutally honest about an inventory, mm-hmm. um, about what occupies our thoughts yeah. and what occupies our time. And, and our what, social media accounts. Well, <laughs> you know, um, then I, I think when we do all of mm-hmm. those things, then we really start to, yeah. um, to figure out what is it that I'm really worshiping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so part of it is, is, you know, when it comes to figuring out idols is figuring out what does it really mean to worship? Because I think, you know, we think worship, we're like, oh, well, we sing songs right. and, and we pray to God. Mm-hmm. And, and that's worship. And it is. But we also worship through our our time. Mm-hmm. We worship through how we, we spend our thought, um, our financial resources, and some of the... That's all worship. Um, yeah. And so we have, to, we have to be mindful. Mm-hmm. What else do you got, Philip? What do I have? I had something that Matt kept talking, which is... <laughs> Kind of, for the course. kind of the story of Sundays. <laughs> okay, but on Sundays, I think it's okay. <laughs> one, one out of seven days. That's right. Because I, I never talk too much on other days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess one thing you get, kind of just talked about how, be, how you have to be brutally honest. And I guess part of my conversation with the person about, like, hey, if you think you have an idol, is how easy can you cut that idol out? Like, how, mm-hmm. how much control does that have on your life? And so, I mean, if you can, hey, I can, you know, I can delete this app off my phone or I can stop going there. I can, whatever. It's great. But if you're like, eh, I can't really do it, then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And we were lucky with our small group we're doing. It's a right now study. It's called, what is it called? Common Man, Uncommon Life. It's mm-hmm. a military-based program following men in the ministry who are also former military guys and Early on, we had a conversation about essentially idols, of just what are the things in your life that are holding you back from your faith? And so we've had a couple of great weeks of just talking about, hey, let's, let's take the week and come back with what are our list? What are, are there apps? Are there things? Is it just your phone? I mean, just 
in general. So we've had a lot of great conversations and, you know, people are saying stuff like YouTube is, and it's like, okay, things you never think of YouTube Craigslist and just like, all right, you know, and so it's just been great to have those conversations. And then we approach it from a place of, okay, well, let's, as a group, let's cut these out. Let's, if there's apps that you can, like for me with uh, my phone, I'm lucky that you can control how much time you spend on it. So I'm like, Hey, Mm -hmm. it's like, you waste so much time just looking at pointless stuff. And (laughs) so it's like, why am I wasting this time? But are you still playing Angry Birds a lot? No. No, that was mine for a I don't time. even. I play Angry Birds. I, like, I, like, I don't even like the yeah. game, but I would play it because I'm like, well, I'm just sitting here, so I might as well. I'm busy playing Euchre for Card Club. Euchre. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get good at it? Yeah. Oh, okay. You guys actually play cards? At yeah, card sometimes. Club? Okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, we, we let, Carrie and I love to play cards. We play Euchre a lot. We're just not great at it. We no. lose a lot. Yeah. But it's okay. It's we still right. enjoy it. Yeah, what else do I do? I don't even know. That's why I really like books. Like, yeah, there's so much crap on your phone you can dive into. Yeah, you I know, need to be better at getting rid of that. Yeah. Well, you know, I think all of us struggle with with time management. Yeah. Um, and I don't want anybody thinking like, oh, you know, well, if I waste time, that means I'm I'm engaging in an idol. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but an idol is the thing that is the most important to you and is at the center of your life. And mm-hmm. what it just comes down to is the thing. You know, we talk about this with child dedication. The thing that we are to teach our kids to do is to love Jesus more than we Mm -hmm. love anything else. Mm -hmm. The thing that we are to do is to love Jesus more than we love anything else, right? What what does it tell us? Like with our our soul, our mind, our body, our strength, Mm -hmm. we love the Lord our God with these things, um, with all of it. Okay, right? But but if I'm loving something else mm-hmm. with yeah. all of my, you know, yeah. strength, then mm-hmm. then God is is pushed out of the center spot and Yeah. You know. Something weird for me of oh, it's been probably like maybe 4 or 5 years now, but it was I had listened to a sermon. I don't know if it was something a sermon you gave or what, but Was it good? Um it was yeah, because yeah. it was convicting because it was, I think basically <laughs> they said like what in your life Um, if it just like went away tomorrow, like what would really devastate you? And it sounds so dumb to say it out loud now, but mine was like running. Um, I know you're looking at Matt's looking at me like I'm crazy, but you feel like I understand. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, I was doing races all the time and like, I was just like super obsessed with running and it, it definitely was one of those, like you, just need to figure things out, Malia. And so I think I've slowly kind of moved that to a much better place mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a lot healthier where it's not like everything and like, you know, it's, oh. it's not the idol that it was. Yeah. And see, this it is, seems silly, but well, it, it can it, be it, anything. It, it's, it's important though, and this is why it's so critical for us to get this because right we shouldn't think that hobbies and things we enjoy mm-hmm. and like oh no it's bad i you know i've got things i love doing and so i need to be careful like you know, god wired us to enjoy those yeah. things right and so but but it is asking ourselves the hard questions where mm-hmm. am i mm-hmm. because there is no problem with enjoying a race and going to run yeah. or whatever now if it starts if it gets excessive owning my yes. life mm-hmm. right and what's excessive for you and what's excessive for me right. will be different sure um it was so, owning my life so i was gonna say <laughs> so so that's a thing yeah. we can't mm-hmm. judge for somebody else yeah. you can't judge for somebody else whether they're whether you know they're struggling with idolatry mm-hmm. in any of these given things just because yeah they're 
they're engaging in something. It's yeah. a question that we have to ask ourselves is, as good Christian people with good accountability, people asking us tough questions along the way, like, what is it that mm-hmm. you would that would devastate you if it disappeared? Mm-hmm. But is it owning my life? Is it is it controlling my life? Is it getting more attention than God is getting? Is mm-hmm. it, um, you know, is it cutting into the time that I would spend with God, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And running could be one of, I mean, you could, go, great for, thing. You could go for a yeah. run and be listening to scripture and praising mm-hmm. God. And you could be, you know, Redeeming back to what Paul time. says, mm-hmm. well, back to mm-hmm. what Paul says, whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you drink, however mm-hmm. you exercise, however you spend your free time, mm-hmm. do it to the glory of God. And you could be running and worshiping mm-hmm. and then man, run all day long. Yep. Right, yep. but if you're running, and a lot of people run to worship themselves, yep. mm-hmm. to glorify themselves. Yep. Look at my time. See how yes. I did. That, and that's what did it. Look for me. at what races. <laughs> Let me put another sticker on yeah. my car to tell you how many cookies I ate in one sitting. Oh wait, no, that's my sticker. You have how many miles you ran? Um, right, like like whatever that is. Um, yeah. Then then that's where it's like okay, we're doing the same thing. Yeah. You're doing it to the glory of God. I'm doing it. Because yeah. I'm really putting myself as the focus, and, that's exactly what it and then it's become an idol, mm-hmm. and that's where we have to be cautious. So, the, you know, we don't need idol police that are out there going, "Oh, sure. hey, you're doing you that, you're do doing that. Sure. That's too far." It's all yeah. on our. This own is heart. an internal thing. Yeah, yeah. There's, but, there's nobody's going to know your but, heart better than yours. Yeah, and... you, you know, you love Kyle Eidelman so much. You know, um, it <laughs> no. makes me makes me wonder if he. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Is he an idol for you? No, um, idolman. <laughs> Idleman, right? Um, <laughs> the no. word idol is in your last name. <laughs> You've got pastor. issues. So, um, but I go back to to a sermon series we did from a book he wrote. This is several years ago, but but aha, right? Mm-hmm. I love that um, and I do too. It's one of the favorite that I've done mm-hmm. um, here, and so simple, um, you know. But but you know what is the what is the premise of that whole thing? Is to think right, like in your own life. Uh, a sudden awakening where you mm-hmm. have this understanding that maybe I'm maybe I'm not where I need to be, right? Brutal honesty. Okay, let me take stock and let me figure some things out. Followed by immediate action yeah. of okay, I need to make a change. And so that's the that's what it is for for this idolatry we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Is if you're sitting here and you're mm-hmm. having an awakening, right? If you heard Sunday or you're listening to the podcast or any of these things, and there's this awakening that you know what, maybe I have an idol in my life. Mm-hmm. Then it's time to be brutally honest. Take stock, uh, and that's all good. But none of it matters unless you're willing to make that next step of yeah. this immediate action. To, okay, I need different. Um, I need to do something different. And so I think, you know, out of, of deference to Philip and, and his, his um, man crush on Kyle Eidelman, <laughs> I, think, I, I think it's important to, to bring up some of his other work. Like this, this aha process mm-hmm. in idolatry is it's important to, to yeah. be brutally honest with ourselves and then to really parlay that into immediate action. Mm-hmm. Philip, have you watched the Not a Fan videos yeah. on Right Now Media? Do you guys want to hear a confession? Yeah. I have not finished the Aha, the Aha book. What? Sorry. Oh sorry, gosh. sorry, That's Kyle. Like my favorite book of his. Uh, I don't know. There, he's Not out. a Fan's really good too. I like the, I like Grace is Greater and Don't Give Up. Okay. Those are those are my go to. Like whatever a person's going on and has going on in their life, there's a Kyle book for most of them. <laughs> So I've given I've given away don't give up twice. Yeah. You know what? I'm not mad at Max Licato. Yeah. 
I know you're wondering, how, where did that come yeah, from? That's yeah, that's totally Okay, random. I'm not mad at Max Licato. He writes a good book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that used to be, the reason I even went there is because that used to be, there was a Max Licato book for whatever you were mm-hmm. dealing with. I we'll had a Max Licato book so for you. So you had a man crush on Max Licato. No, no, okay. I just thought he, <laughs> he's just written like 150 books. Oh, okay, um, okay so that's so, cheating. And, and, they, were, has like and they were all good. But um, where I would say that, and, and I'm not suggesting that Max Licato is not encouraging people in all in discipleship. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But but the books are all of a nature of you can do this and God's got you and sure. let's power through and sure. you're going to be okay and um, God's got a plan and all of that. But what I love about Kyle Eidelman's books and why I think it's great that you say Kyle's got a book for that is mm-hmm. because his books are very much like, yeah, God's got you, mm-hmm. right? And so <laughs> in response to that, you mm-hmm. must yeah. act, mm-hmm. right? If you want if you want the grace of God, you must respond to the grace of God. And I, I, he always makes a very clear connection yeah. there. And, and I think um, it's well worth then um, somebody that is seeking and figuring things out to mm-hmm. to really dig into one yeah. of his books. So I was just agreeing with you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, and for anybody that really loves Max Licato, I was not saying uh, anything yeah. bad. <laughs> about him and if you have a problem with that you can email <laughs> pastor david um here at blessed hope or at no one's gonna read this there you go <laughs> uh so any final thoughts that you wanted to share philip before we wrap up here oh gosh it was a great that's a great series we have and Matt and David are both doing. I really liked David's sermon last week. I thought it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. I mean, yours, yours was good. Yours was, <laughs> I mean, yours, yours was, was all right. <laughs> you know what? Listen, you do I'm not hurt kidding. my feelings by <laughs> letting me know that because I was also in the congregation yeah. and I love the opportunity to sit back and not be yeah. um, preaching. Nice. Um, it fine, is, yeah. but but also I think you know I always uh, feel compelled. Um, and and feel feel convicted and like mm-hmm. God's challenging me and I'm growing as I listen to Him. So I we yeah, are blessed. I to get have that. David does a good. David yeah, does a real good job. Yeah. To learn. From. Um, so we you know. Very, very blessed. Well, but what I really liked about it was that how we ended talking and he. I mean, he mentioned everything, but I feel like this was very much in the same boat of idolatry. But he wanted to make it clear that, you know, I love America, but America doesn't matter, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And you can say that for, for whatever your idol is, that, mm-hmm. you know, okay, that's that's great, that's good, but running doesn't matter. You know, be, being a patriotic American is not what you're called to do. Mm-hmm. And so we have, I feel like you have people who are missing the mark by, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this when you replace God with that. You are just setting in a tailspin that yeah. is not going to be any good. Yeah. David and I had this conversation uh, about last week's sermon. Talking yeah, I wanted about, to ask him if he felt the same way with guns. Like if Talking about idolatry. You know what? I, I, actually, I had that same note. I wrote it in, in the paper. And, and based on what he's saying, I think he would say yes. Like, yeah. I, am yeah. not, I am not ready and willing, like, mm-hmm. oh, please do. But, right. but again, like, those are freedoms that are not... They're not the goal. Um, But one of the idols I think that a lot of people have, and I I always hesitate to even say this, because, again, more questions and more wonder, okay, well, Matt, what is it you really... More emails. You know, like, like listen, I dig America, right? I dig American freedoms. I'm I'm not... a socialist or a yeah, liberal. We're so None of those. That right. we're born in this yes, 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 yes. But American nationalism 
Christian nationalism mm-hmm. that can be an idol mm-hmm. uh, that yeah. I worry about for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. You know that that this has become more important to me mm-hmm. than my heavenly citizenship yeah. and my responsibilities as an ambassador yeah. of Christ. Like it is important, and, and and there's no reason to act like it's not important. Sure. Of course it is, mm-hmm. but when it becomes more important um, in functionality. Right, that's the thing is we're talking about functionality because nobody would actually say, "Oh yeah, right." Like like running is more important than God, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. functionally, we act like it is, mm-hmm. and if that's anything, and sometimes that that's one, and, and we you know he he mentioned that after his sermon, and then talking about idol worship and everything that can get in there. That's one mm-hmm. that we said like that's a worry too mm-hmm. um, that we want to guard against, yeah. um, even in our own hearts, because I do love America, yeah. right? Like, yep. but I want to be careful that my love of that and my desire politically yeah. for certain things yeah. never the cause that you're yeah mm-hmm. never you know, trumps yeah. never trumps my desire mm-hmm. to keep God yeah. front and center and then the things of God front and center, which is love, grace, mm-hmm. mercy, the gospel, mm-hmm. um, and justice and all of these things yeah. that God puts on us as Christians. Yeah. They're so, so important, but yeah. they can get in the way sometimes if yeah. we make that yeah. everything. So, so functionally, I think we, that's again, yeah. you know, are we having an awakening? If we are, let's be brutally honest. Mm-hmm. And if in our honesty we see that there's a problem, let's act immediately. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we're in good shape. Yep. Yeah. And then we could say, hey, what would Kyle do? We did it. Yeah. What would Kyle post? We need to make I you like with? a shirt or something. What would I Kyle definitely post? thought about it for the Right Now conference. <laughs> Kyle's number one fan. Um, except his wife like, might take an exception with that. I feel like they, okay. may, they maybe like escort you out of the building. Or <laughs> well, something. no, just no, they just keep an extra eye on him. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, hey, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, this was fun. fun. Appreciate your coming yeah, in and doing we'll, this. We'll have you back. Oh yeah. Yeah, that way he won't welcome himself. Yeah, because uh, he'll have been <laughs> there and done that before. Would. Us homeschoolers are pretty awkward. <laughs> Yeah, but you're smarter than the rest of us, so what are you going to do? I don't think that at all. (laughs) All right. right. Thanks, Thanks, Philip, and thanks for listening.